0: Welcome to Season 2 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes, In Defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 30 is entitled, Wake Up America. A good definition of political correctness is when the people give the government the right to dictate what is free and what is not free, what is legal and what is illegal, and what is moral and what is immoral. All those who give in to political correctness forfeit their freedoms guaranteed under the Constitution and the Bill of Rights as they now stand. This may sound strange, but only in political correctness can there be no separation of church and state. When the majority believed in God, conflicts did not arise over moral and immoral, legal and illegal. Conscience was between a person and his maker. Moral and immoral was determined by the laws of God. Conscience was the buffer between religion and government. One could take his conscience into government, but he could not take his religion. With political correctness, there is no buffer. Conscience, moral and immoral, right and wrong, legal and illegal, good and evil, are all determined by the government. Christianity is the only world religion that can accommodate a true democratic republic as defined by our Constitution and Bill of Rights. The First Amendment is probably the most ingenious article ever written to guarantee both the appropriate distance between the operations of the government and the multifarious religious convictions of its citizens. The First Amendment says nothing about the separation of church and state. In fact, the wording doesn't even imply that religion has no part in government. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech, or of the press, or the right of the people peaceably to assemble, and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. The First Amendment explicitly forbids government from establishing a state religion. It does not forbid government from having citizens with religious conviction in high office. In fact, the First Amendment forbids government from prohibiting the free exercise of religion. There is a world of difference between the two. Religion shapes the way people think. Those people who hold office carry their views with them. It is impossible to separate government and religion. One would have to bar all religious people from holding government office, which violates the clause guaranteeing freedom of religion, freedom of speech, and freedom of the press. Any attempt to bar religion from government is an attempt to destroy the Bill of Rights by having only atheists in office. But that is what is happening in America today. The argument has never been about separation of church and state. It is about removing the influence of Christianity and in its place imposing political correctness which has become the state religion. The naked truth is that it is about power. The left does not want the values of Christianity to interfere with the values of political correctness. They are systematically destroying the Bill of Rights in favor of the new human rights promoted by the left. It is no accident that God chose America to establish the greatest experiment in freedom ever found in the history of the world on the face of the earth. The moment society began to remove God from government business, including courts, then a problem arose. All moral absolutes began to be removed from our laws. The laws were changed to meet the desires of the new morality called political correctness. Political correctness, by its very nature, is a religion because it establishes the moral values upon which our new laws are based. This creates one of the greatest contradictions of separation of church and state. Here is another difference between the moral values established by Christianity and the moral values established by political correctness. Most of the moral values of Christianity rely entirely upon conscience. All of the moral values of political correctness rely entirely upon law. Do not dismiss the statement made by Hillary Clinton, a former front-runner in the presidential election. Quote, Laws have to be backed up with resources and political will, and deep-seated cultural codes, religious beliefs, and structural biases have to be changed. Unquote. She is not talking about the deep-seated cultural codes, religious beliefs, and structural biases of the left. She is talking about changing the deep-seated cultural codes, religious beliefs, and structural biases of Christians. To do that, Christianity in America must be destroyed. That, of course, cannot happen. The only alternative is to bar Christians from holding government office. That could happen if the left has a permanent majority. The first step has already occurred when all Christian icons or ceremonies such as crosses, Bibles, Christian creches, etc. were removed from government property or government practices, and prayer was removed from schools, and under God was removed from the Pledge of Allegiance. We see it happening also in the destruction of monuments and statues of historical figures who do not meet the values of the left. History is being destroyed In addition, language is being censored. Illegal aliens are called undocumented citizens. The Obama administration spent millions of dollars changing the language of government documents, removing words that referred to terrorist groups. Current acts of terrorism were referred to as workplace violence. Make no mistake, sleep in America. Having a permanent majority is the force behind the separation of church and state behind the movement to destroy our borders, to remove all border ID, to flood the nation with illegal immigrants, to destroy our economy, to provide free health care, to defund the police, to pack the Supreme Court, to encourage riots in the street, to divide the nation by race, to change the Constitution and Bill of Rights, and so on. The upshot is that if the left has their way There can be no more democratic republic. Only by destroying the democratic republic can they establish socialism and their new world order. Here is the irony. If the left has their way, our democratic republic will be replaced by a theocracy based on political correctness, and the democratic platform will be their beatitudes. And unlike the beatitudes of Christ, which are based entirely on conscience, The Beatitudes of the Left will be backed up with resources and political will and law. If the Left has their way, we will have a totalitarian state, and it will be a theocracy ruled by the religion of the Left. Here is the heart of my argument. Political correctness will destroy a democracy in America and replace it with a theocracy. A democratic republic can be no stronger than the collective morals of the majority of its citizens. If the majority of citizens adhere to the Ten Commandments, using absolute laws to establish what is moral and what is immoral, then people will continue to govern freedom through the filter of absolute moral standards. If, on the other hand, the majority turn away from the absolute standards of the Ten Commandments, then that which was once considered to be immoral and illegal will be considered moral and legal. Therefore, freedoms which were once considered bad for society will be translated into the rights of the people. What we are faced with in America today is the clash of two opposing moral codes. The moral codes of our forefathers, based upon the Ten Commandments, which are interwoven into our Constitution and Bill of Rights, and the moral codes of a growing number of people who either deny the existence of God, or who have adopted a God who rejects the absolute values found in the Old and New Testaments of the Holy Bible. Political correctness is engineered more toward the natural man, allowing and even encouraging behavior that once was universally condemned. They have largely turned their backs on the moral codes adopted by our forefathers, based on the Ten Commandments and the Sermon on the Mount, and adopted a new standard based on the Beatitudes of the Left, which focus on human rights. The problem is that the Bill of Rights, adopted in 1791, and attached to our Constitution do not fit the Bill of Rights of the New Left. The First and Second Amendments are particular problems for the New World Order. Therefore, they are being trampled on and ignored. The second problem is that the Constitution does not accommodate the new Bill of Rights. Therefore, the Constitution is being rewritten by the Justices of the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court was established by our forefathers to interpret the Constitution not to rewrite the Constitution. The new Supreme Court has taken upon itself to rewrite the Constitution. There's even talk of packing the Supreme Court so that the number of liberal judges will permanently outnumber the conservative judges. That will be the end of America as we know it. Not only will it permanently change our Constitution, it will destroy the balance of power and goodbye freedom, so long liberty. Hello, totalitarianism. You can remove Christianity from government, but you cannot remove religion. By replacing Christianity with political correctness, you are merely replacing one God for another. In fact, by removing Christianity, you guarantee that there will never be a separation of church and state, because the new morality will be the religion of the government. If you haven't noticed, most of the human rights now contradict the Ten Commandments. What before was ruled by conscience will now be controlled by law. It will be the morality upon which all laws are created. That is exactly what is happening today in government. That is also why the left must get rid of Christianity. You cannot have two competing religions in government. We are in an interim stage. Christianity still dominates American thought. The ploy of the left is simple. Change the language. Move the issue, for example, of abortion away from the moral commandment, Thou shalt not kill, and move it into the venue of human rights. That gives it a moral flavor. Rather than an argument over abortion, it becomes an issue of women's rights, which is part of the jargon of political correctness. The original moral issue becomes lost in the ambiguous virtues of ever-changing human rights. In a democracy or in a free society, issues become very complicated. For example, if government says a woman has a right to an abortion in any stage of the pregnancy, including partial birth abortion, can that same government mandate that if you are a doctor, you must perform that abortion, regardless of whether or not it violates your personal moral standards? Furthermore, if you fail to conform, should they be able to fine you, take away your license, or even confine you to prison? Can the government also mandate abortions? restricting women to the number of children they may have? In other words, can conscience be mandated by the government? Can right and wrong, moral and immoral, be mandated by the government? What happens, for example, if deep-seated cultural codes, religious beliefs, and structural biases are changed by mandate of law and backed up with the resources of government and the political will of those in power? How long can democracy last? This poses an even greater threat than we faced in World War II. The sleeping giant must awaken again, or it will be too late. Moral and immoral will be mandated by the government, and the laws will be backed up with the resources of the government and political will of the left if things continue the way they are going. We will be governed by executive order, not government of the people, by the people and for the people. Alexis de Tocqueville, speaking of the strength of churches and high morals in America, said, America is great because she is good. If America ceases to be good, she will cease to be great. In the New Testament, James calls the Ten Commandments the law of liberty. The Ten Commandments were given to the house of Israel to deliver them from Egyptian bondage. It is no coincidence that our forefathers established a constitution and bill of rights and a sense of right and wrong based also upon the Ten Commandments. Just as the Israelites were delivered from Egyptian bondage, America was delivered from European bondage. We no longer had a divine right of kings or a government strangled by religion. We had a constitution governed of the people, by the people, and for the people. If we don't act now, if we don't take back our government, democracy in America will fall, and it will fall suddenly. And like the ancient city of Babylon, great will be the fall of it. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast. In Defense of Christianity is available at RonaldMesser.com.